And another thing And another thing And another thing And another thing Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing the podcast that continues to set the bar around the globe. My name is Jody Jenkins. And I'm Tony Clement. And today, it's you and me. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> going back and forth. Yeah. With yeah. our classic banter episodes, because we get on average, usually anywhere between twelve to 15,000 emails a week. I'm not going to be like up. exaggerate and say a day. That's a week. And the lion's share of those emails says, we just want to hear you two talk back and forth. So we're riffing. That's what we're doing. So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This program is proudly brought to you by the team at Municipal Solutions. Of course, John Mutton and the crew have been with us since day one. You can find them at municipalsolutions.ca. And Tony, I know that you are in the perfect position to share more about what they do. At Municipal Solutions. They do a lot, Jody. They do a lot. Municipal Solutions is your one stop for development services and project management. Uh, that includes development approvals, permit expediting, planning services with municipalities, uh, engineering and architectural services. If you have a minor variance or a land severance issue, they're great for that. And of course, building permits, municipalsolutions.ca. John's very busy, he's got a lot on the go. Uh, he just bought uh, he bought a seasons or half half a season worth of Raptors tickets. By the way, Jody, he bought half a season. Well, I mean, he he is split with another guy, so that oh, he, okay. gets, he gets half the tickets. The other guy gets half the tickets. So we should uh, we should definitely be on the right side of uh, Mister Mutton because uh, I've, be... I've never been to a Raptors game. No way, really? Never. I've never been to a Leaf game. Oh my word! Really? Yeah, yeah. I've been to a. Senators game. Yeah, I guess that's the only hockey game I've ever been to other than junior hockey. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, I, I tell you that's uh, Raptors are fine entertainment, my friend. There's always a lot going on at a Raptors game. So we'll we'll keep plugging municipal solutions is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> and then we do have other sponsors as well. Canada Frong, uh, Canada Frong, Canada <laughs> Strong and Free Networking Conference. Is coming up, Jody, on May 5th to the 7th, 2022, at the Shaw Center in Ottawa. Go to canadastrongandfree.network to find their list of excellent speakers. There's a best practices session. There are receptions. Uh, there'll be a whole uh, gallery of, uh, you know, uh, people that are selling their wares, books, or their clubs, or whatever they're doing there. So that there's a trade show element to it as well. Uh, it's coming up, as I say, May 5th to 7th. So uh, we we thank them for their sponsorship. Very excited about this conference. And then I want to remind folks that we are also being broadcast at 88.7 Hunters Bay Radio, the Bay in Muskoka, Canada. Muskoka lives here is the tagline for uh, for Hunters Bay Radio, and you can find them at huntersbayradio.com where they live stream, and our show will be put up at 8.30 a.m. on Saturdays. What uh, what used to play on that station at 8.30 in the morning? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. They're trying uh, to build out. They're trying to. They're trying to build out some more uh, talking word uh, shows. So I think we're part okay. of a. My biggest a concern is like, 
it was music before and there was like probably loyal <laughs> listeners and we're going to interrupt that now. And it's like, they're going to hate us. So yeah, it used to be keeping it country, Jody. Yeah. No, Are you no. serious? No, I'm not oh. serious. Oh, jeez, That would be the worst <laughs> kind of listener to upset. I know. Is there the most loyal? There'd be a trucker convoy coming for us. <laughs> Eastbound and down. <laughs> um, no, that's exciting. So that's, uh, I'm looking forward to the, to being on, uh, on that station. Hey, we I'll come up there. We should be do a live one sometime. Oh, I think that'd be a great well, idea. Sorry, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'll go up there and we'll tape one. I'm not going to go there for eight 30 in the morning, I guess. Okay. No, we could do that. They've got great studio. Of course, I, that's where I do Tony's rock and shindig. Jody. Yeah, which by the way, you've never invited me to be on either, but well, because it's not an, I'm, I'm, I'm the host. And then I play songs. There's yeah. But I mean, like, why, on. why would you want the guy that has 20 plus years of broadcasting experience on your show? Right. Like, well, uh, we should do my Christmas special together. No, I, I don't. I, too late. Too late. <laughs> Damage done. Oh man. Um, also don't forget looneypolitics.com. Uh, make sure you become an annual subscriber to get access to content that you cannot get anywhere else, including episodes of this show. Uh, use the code podcast for 50% off that annual subscription, and you will be better for it. Looneypolitics.com. So there you go. There you go. I meant to say, too, the Strong and Free, True North Strong and Free Conference. Like, are we like going to be like hosts or anything? Like, we should be the hosts. Well, I am doing a couple of sessions where I'm I'm moderating. No, but, we should be know. like the overall hosts. Oh, you want to be the kind of the MC MCs. Host. Yeah, I'm not sure that's in the cards, Jody. Yeah, you dropped the ball on that one, then. We're going to be wandering around uh, looking for guests, so there's going to be some interesting folks there. Uh, what panels are you hosting? I'm doing one with Melissa Lansman. I'm I'm hosting the next gen millennial MPs one. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm doing that, and I'm doing another one too. I think on tech. I think is uh, what I'm doing, but uh, it's uh, it's coming together very well, and. Uh, Hold on. Uh, I, yeah, I'm doing a, a, a debate on regulation of big tech. Okay. And that's one session I'm moderating. I'm doing lessons from conservatives new school, where we have a panel of millennial MPs to discuss broadening uh, the appeal of the conservative party. Okay. So, so why are you, are you moderating the panel? Yeah. Okay. Because you're not, you're not a millennial. Uh, no. No, no, I'm okay. the, I'm the great, I'm, I'm a, I, Gen X is what I think. You're like, I am. you're like that, uh, you're like the lemon tree episode from, uh, <laughs> from the Simpsons. Look, yeah. there's an old man talking. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, they've got uh, Glenn Greenwald's going to be there. Do you know who that is? I have no idea who that is. Uh, he's an American guy, uh, kind of a dissident. He was a kind of a, a left wing guy and then he got canceled by the left wingers. <laughs> so okay. as, as usually happens, Bar so, for the course, yeah, yeah. so he, uh, he created, uh, his own on Substack. He's got his own kind of group of uh, people, including Matt Taibbi, whom I have a lot of time for as well. So, uh, Daniel Smith is moderating that keynote with him. Uh, there's Michael Schellenberger's coming on. I, he's a, he's a great, really interesting author. He's written a book called, uh, Apocalypse Never, which is talking about climate change. And he's okay. written another book uh, just recently called San Francisco, Why Progressives Ruin Cities. Mm-hmm. So he, he's going to be, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's, he's been on Joe Rogan. It's really interesting. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, uh, healthcare reform uh, session, future of work and workers post COVID. 
That'll be interesting. Then I'm doing this uh, debating big tech. How should conservatives keep large companies accountable? Um, so we're doing that. So yeah, there's a, there's a main stage panel on ca- Canada and China and uh, Vice Admiral Mark Norman is, is going to be on that panel along with David Mulroney, former ambassador to China, etc. So yeah, it's, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's, it's going to be quite interesting. Well, that uh, does sound like a ton of fun and uh, definitely looking forward to being a part of how many days is it again? Well, it starts the Thursday night. There's a reception uh, that is um, on the Thursday night, the 5th, uh, with that Premier Ford is hosting. And I think there's going to be, I think the leadership candidates are all invited to that. And uh, there might be some other event with the leadership candidates. I'm not sure yet, um, but uh, they'll, they'll be hanging around there like uh, white on rice, I can assure you, uh, because there, there's going to be at least 600 people there. And they're okay. all going to be conservative minded, not all of them, but a lot. And uh, so it's, it's primary territory for any leadership candidate too. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun time. And I love the fact that it's going to be in person in Ottawa. It's just going to be like old times again. So yeah, very exciting. And what do you think the over under is on percentage of people wearing masks at that event? Is it, it uh, two, I'll put the number at, uh, <laughs> do you think, do you think, 30% over under 30% over 30% or under 30% wearing masks oh, under 30%. Come on. Seriously. Okay. Well, I, I, I'd like to believe that, but I, you never know. I, I think they will be under 2% wearing masks. There's gotta be some virtue signaling conservatives out there still wearing masks. Uh, name three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, hey, trust me. We'll hear about them. We'll yeah. hear about them. If you're a, if you're a conservative who's wearing a mask still, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, email uh, us. Uh, exactly. Going to our website and emailing, you can find us at andanotherthingpodcast.ca. Exactly. Um, and don't forget the, about the coffee mugs. And order coffee mugs. Speaking exactly. of the leadership, just quickly, someone said to me the other day, like mentioned that there's an outside shot that if if Sheree gets a sense that he's not going to win it, would he could he potentially drop out early? I mean, I've heard that speculation. I, I just don't see it. I, when you when you run for leader, you ought to, you definitely convince yourself that you're gonna you're gonna place well or win, right? So there's not, not a lot of people who are doubting once they've made the commitment to run. And uh, now I think there'll be enough people supporting Sheree that he he'll, he'll think he has a shot at it. And uh, but you got to be as a leadership contestant, uh, you've got to be self-aware enough to know whether it's going well or poorly. And, uh, you know, when I ran against Stephen Harper for leader, there were a few telltale signs that I was not going to win that I kind of clued in on in, in the weeks before the actual vote. Uh, number one, uh, all of a sudden I was pulled off my tour and I was making phone calls. <laughs> that to me was a sign we didn't have enough money for uh, for the tour anymore. Yeah. A- and number 2, there there was a big convention event and uh, you know and you remember those thunderclap things that people yeah. bring to conventions? Yeah. Mine were made out of foam. <laughs> <laughs> so they weren't making a lot of noise and they were a lot cheaper than the thunder thunderclappers. So those were signs that I could have paid for. They're like, visualize, Tony. They're air thunderclappers. They're <laughs> there. Right. Picture them. You can hear it. Can you hear that, Tony? 
<laughs> Can you hear that? Boom. So these could have been signs that uh, maybe my campaign was not uh, in the winner's circle at that moment against Stephen Harper. But uh, yeah, but I, I think generally you're, you can, you kind of convince yourself that you've got a path to victory and, uh, and then, then it doesn't happen. Yeah, well, this this race, I, I, again, we talked about it last week, and I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it. But, yeah, I, I'm just surprised at how many people are putting their name in. It's it's wild. I know. And did you I, ever find out about that other guy, Mark Dalton from out west? Yeah. Well, he's he's he he wants to run. Yeah. And then yeah. there's that multimillionaire or something from out west as well. Yeah, from Saskatchewan. Yeah. So, so. there might be as many as a dozen. Who that is expect- crazy. I've expressed interest, but again, we'll, we will have this conversation again on April 19th, which is the cutoff day. And, uh, I think they, uh, there will be fewer people than that. Let's put it that way. And of course, apparently, and I don't know if it's going to happen. Apparently Don Cherry is going to run. Because he wants to, he wants to talk to to you people. <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, if Don Cherry ran, I would be all in on that too. That would be, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. But no, I, I think that the the one thing that, because I, I was wrong in my prediction that there'd only be three or four candidates, uh, you know, and I should, I should make that point clear because I, I was on this show uh, and I was saying that at the end of the day, there'd be three or four, but no, it's, it's going to be larger than that. And, but the other thing that did not happen, which usually happens is the media are always saying, Oh, you know, all these people aren't running, therefore it's not much of a race, and it shows that the Conservative Party is on, on its last legs or in doldrums or so on, because they they always the media always go and ask the usual suspects, "Are you running? Are you running?" And they say, "No, no, no." I th- I'm thinking Lisa Raitt and Ronna Ambrose and Peter McKay and all these people who never really were going to run anyway, but the media use that as a way to show that the, the party is a, a shadow of its former self, but they have not done that this time because I think there's been enough high quality candidates who've jumped in fairly quickly. You know, I think of Polyev and Sheree and, and Patrick Brown and that that's enough to sustain the argument that it's a real race and that there's uh, differing points of view, but that there there's a high degree of interest in becoming leader this time. And what did you make of interim leader Candace Bergen coming out and saying, you know, as, as leadership candidates don't get into saying that someone isn't a conservative because then we're just doing what the liberals are. We were what we're targeting the liberals for with wedge stuff and divisiveness. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, she in the same interview, she also said it's okay to have differences of opinion about what's what the future of the yeah. party should be. So, uh, I, you know, yeah, okay, a little bit of a message there, but not much of no. People are going to disagree, and that's you actually yeah. want people to disagree. You want leadership candidates to disagree on stuff so that you can actually have a real debate, which is, you know, you know, there is not a surplus of democracy in this country, Jody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We've just gone through a week where the liberal and the NDP. I, I, I'm not. I'm sorry. It's a. It's a. It's a form of coalition. You can call it uh, an agreement on supply and confidence, all you want, but basically. Uh, Trudeau has managed to engineer an end to the NDP being a check and balance on the on the current government for three years. Yep. So there, yep. there, we don't have a surplus of democracy here, uh, and so we should have uh, an ability to have passionate disagreement over some issues. And and I, 
I said this when I was in office to people who were saying, why can't you guys agree more? And, and I would say, I don't want us to agree more. We want to have passionate, civil, civil, but passionate disagreement so that people have a choice. If we're yeah. all agreeing all the time, what sort of democracy is that? Yeah, no, I, I don't, uh, I don't disagree with you at all. And yeah, I mean, I just, I don't even know what to say about the deal between the NDP and the liberals. It's sickening. Makes me sick to my stomach thinking that that could last till 2025. <laughs> I know the memes are quite funny though. I don't know. Oh, if you there's saw been the some one. good ones. There was a good one made with, um, with the song uh, by Nelly and Kelly Rowland. Did you see that one? No. It's Jug Meat singing with uh, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> it is uh, it is classic. I should find that one and play it. Is it it's a, it's a, like a deep fake with uh, them uh, singing along? Yeah, like it's, but it's Justin's face is like really good. They did like a good, it's, it's really good. It's like, because <laughs> Jug Meat's like, I, he's singing that song like, I need you. And then Justin Trudeau's like, Oh, and all this stuff. It's just classic. I like that that Titan Titanic meme was pretty good for me too. Like I didn't see like, that one. You, did yeah. you send me that one? I I don't know if I did or not, but it's uh, the the two of them at the front of the uh, ship, uh, you know, with the with yeah, you know, yeah, arms yeah, outstretched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Every well. night in my <laughs> dreams, I see you. Oh my word! I don't know what the answer is for any of this stuff, but. All I know is that I just hope Pierre gets in and cleans her all up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Get the big broom going. That's right. Pierre for pm.ca, if you're wondering. If you're wondering where we're coming from. So, yeah, that was nice to get together in Trenton for the Polyev event uh, we did last week. Uh, I, I know you enjoyed yourself. And uh, uh, we, had a, we had a fun table except for the two at the end. <laughs> yeah, we had some, like, I know we talked a little bit about this on the last show, but we did have, yeah, we had some really hardcore masking people who kind of warmed up the one guy kind of clued into who you are and let me tony would never say this but i will tell you this that like massive lineup for pictures with pierre but tony i think you were the second most photographed person now, you had people coming up and wanting yeah. a picture i should know because i was the one taking the picture all the time <laughs> people right, pushing yeah. me out of the way wanting <laughs> to get to you no some of them had the two of us in their photo with well, not many yeah, and then then they cropped me out when they put it on their instagram no 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 they didn't do that <laughs> We're legends. You're huge. We're huge. But it was it was fun. It was great to have in person events. This is going to be a different leadership that way because the last one was so horrible because it had it was a COVID leadership basically, and uh, it was a series of Zoom calls. Uh, And uh, yeah, no, it's this is better. This is better. Let me ask you this because again, we haven't really chatted about COVID much, and things are shifting. I think in the positive, uh, maybe not from a federal perspective. What, what, how longer, how much longer do you think the feds can keep up this mandate or this charade about not letting the unvaccinated take trains or planes and stuff in Canada? Yeah, I think the tourism association is going to be the big one uh, to try to keep uh, push, pushing and pressing because they, they, they've got to be losing business because of this nonsense. Yeah. And, uh, and you're coming into prime tourism season in the late spring and summer coming up. And I think that they will be making the case as they have already. The airlines have been, uh, also beating the drum on this as well. Uh, and so I'm hoping that they'll, they'll convince the federal government to, to drop the, the rest of the mandates. I know the opposition, Melissa Lansman, former guest, yes. uh, is also, uh, as a transport critic is, is making the case for that as well. So I think that, uh, 
maybe something in the late spring might, uh, maybe around the May two four weekend, perhaps okay. would be the right time to, to loosen things up because, you know, and we were talking about this off air that there, you know, the, the BA two variant and there's some, some folks out there, oh, this is the next wave, but it, based on my observation, that's all it is. Just my observation. It's like, a, it's like a, a mild or a bad cold. What those are the two options for this latest variant. So not enough to shut down society, I would think. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I think my biggest contention is that those that are unvaccinated are being punished now, even though the feds like Teresa Tam has come out and said, look, the, the vaccine literally does hardly anything against the Omicron variant, right? So it's uh, it doesn't seem right that there are still industries, you mentioned the tourism industry that is getting punished because their pool of potential clients is is low, right? Like yeah. it's, or it's lowered and there's no re- there's no rhyme or reason for it. So I, I agree. I think that something is going to uh, to happen soon on that. I was just curious to get. Well, get and I think you, you are getting voices in the epidemiological community like Dr. Tam and others who are saying, look, you know, the the, the vaccine pass serves no useful purpose now. Uh, and so it should be gone. So I, th- I, again, but you know, Trudeau, as we know, is not basing it completely on quote, the science and yeah. quote, it, there's a lot of politics stirred in there too. And he has found it, it was the way that he won the last election, which was to demonize a section of society. And, uh, you can say all you want about why, the unvaccinated are wrong or the unvaccinated are not thinking it through, but, but that's one debate, but clearly uh, Mr. Trudeau found a way to weaponize that issue for political gain. So he's, he's never going to admit he was wrong about that. Yeah. And I still, I still can't believe how many people are out there that like wanted the vax pass as an example, the vaccine pass passport. Like they, they, I think they really thought and they really wanted it to be something that was going to be here forever. Oh, like, you get in that sense? Yeah. Like, I think there's people that wanted that to stick around. Like it's here and it's, it's not going away. And I just sit there and I go like, what, like, why? Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, so I don't know. No, it makes, uh, well, and, and hopefully we're at the point now where that's, uh, becoming less and less a factor. And, uh, I, I just, I'm just very glad, uh, I've been at events now. I've been at a couple of music events and, uh, not having the mask on has been wonderful and, yeah. uh, and, uh, not having to show, I, I think one, one event I had to show my vaccine pass, uh, just because those were the, the house rules at that particular establishment, but the other event, there was no vax pass required. And it just felt great. So I'm really looking forward to a season of live music coming up. I'm sponsoring uh, my, I, I, through my company, I'm sponsoring a couple of uh, festivals, which is great in Muskoka, the Huntsville Festival of the Arts. And there's also uh, the Muskoka Music Festival in Gravenhurst that I'm going to be sponsoring. Uh, former guest Miranda Mulholland is uh, putting on. So uh, yeah, we're, uh, it's going to be a great season of live music. Even the Kita Bala in Muskoka is going to be open. So, again. So, that's, so I hate to put great. you on the spot. I, I am doing a large golf tournament, which I'm, I know you're aware of. Yeah. I have a live uh, concert and you've not once offered any sponsorship from your company. Oh, are you taking sponsorship? Oh, come on. You're going to play that game with me on our show. 
Oh, you guys are interested in sponsors? Uh, oh, you're interested in sponsors? <laughs> oh, yes. Have your people call my people. I, I, will, I will discuss it with my marketing manager. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I do have an opening for main stage uh, sponsorship, bud. Long okay. range hustle. The only problem is you won't be able to be there. So I don't know why, why you know, if you, you well, probably there's not. that. Yeah. So, but I mean, you can, you can have my logo up, Tony Clement International. <laughs> That's right. I'd love to have that. You're you're going to tell me, oh, there's an application process. We'll see. Yeah, no, we'll see what we can do for you, Jody. But so I, like, did you, did I tell you I'm? Did I tell <laughs> you I'm sponsoring a hole at my local golf club now too? No, like 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 for the whole season. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to be. And you don't offer any of that stuff to me. Well, they I, I run a big golf tournament. <laughs> I know. I know. It's bad. Holy it's bad. smokes. I know. This is this is going to create a problem. But yeah, this no, they, like- they they phoned me and said, hey, you know, we're, we're doing a, one of those, you know, th- those things you flip through and it has the different holes and all that. Yeah. And, uh, and so I get to sponsor a hole. So your logo is up on the hole for the entire season. Yeah. yeah. And you, you might get, I don't, I don't know for sure, but you might get, what do they give you a little couple extra perks or no? No, I have to pay for it, but no, uh, I know you have to pay for it. But I mean, like sometimes some courses will throw in a couple rounds of golf as part of that. Oh, package. I see. Well, I'm a member anyway. Oh, so, okay. okay. So it really doesn't matter that wow. way. But it, it's wow. so uh, all the truth now about sponsoring and you listen to me talk about my <laughs> events. You don't say a word, and then there's an accidental accidental slip up there, and now I've found out that you're like a sponsoring king. I feel oh. like I I feel like I have to uh, do a better job with you, Jody. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Oh, but your 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 tournament's going really well. Tell tell us a little bit more about what's going on there. I think that's important. Yeah, so this is year six of um, well, first five years, and you played in a couple of them. We did a, an event called the JT Classic. It was a pro am where we had anywhere you know, beginning at the the first year we had like twenty five pros, and then when we were at our peak, we had forty pros and forty teams. So the pros are there competing for a purse. The amateur teams are there playing with a pro. It just gives you an opportunity to to play with a professional golfer that, you know, typically we don't have the ability to do that or access to them. And so it's just kind of like a, a real cool experience that most people don't get. And we've had players from the PGA tour, the LPGA, McKenzie tour, corn Ferry tour, the list goes on uh, great lakes tour. And so it was a great event this year. We're doing something a little different. I wanted to do like a return to normal party event with yeah. still the golf. So we're, this year we're doing a thing called Endless Summer. So my agency, Zeke Agency, is presenting it. And a uh, great company here. We'll give them a free plug. Dibbits Landscape Supply are the presenting sponsor. And what we're doing is literally, Tony, it's a golf tournament, but we're bringing in some of the best long drive athletes in the world. So you're going to be matched up with a long driver. We're going to have a fun tournament. There's going to be lots of entertainment. There's going to be a live DJ. I'm more excited about this. There's going to be a DJ outside all day doing like power mixes. It's going to be like a club outside. And then that night we have a huge concert that's open to the public. Tickets can be purchased for 15 bucks each. And a portion of the proceeds from the day, we're going to support the Grayson Shelter, uh, right. which we've done for the last five years. And we're proud to continue to help them. So it's going to be a, a good day. So endless summer golf. .ca, I should say the golf is sold out. Um, so we can't get you a golf team, but if you want to buy a ticket for the concert, 15 bucks, endless summer golf.ca. And I, and I think that's fantastic. It's an amazing amount of work that you're put into this and I'm sorry I'm missing it this year. I will, will be with the wife at the Calgary stampede when that is going on. So it just, uh, conflicted with that, uh, 
that event. Yes, you'll either be you'll either be, the, either be doing one of two things at the Stampede. You're either going to be chumming it up with Jason Kenny, or you're going to be consoling him over by like a <laughs> a pot of brisket or something if yeah, he's not the leader anymore. Did Did you hear him the other day saying that he he really doesn't need this job? Yeah, uh, I know the the le- here's the thing though. Someone made a good point about this. Is like I don't know if he can trust anybody because if people are in that meeting recording and leaking that out like it's like that's not good it's not it's not good uh no uh i i yeah i i don't understand leaks i know people feel important when they leak stuff to the media but it's so corrosive to a political party and a government so i I, yeah i don't i don't honestly this to me this doesn't look good for him especially when i read again i was you know i didn't know all the details about what's gone on in the past but you know on average i'm told that they get like Two to three thousand people for a one of their AGMs or yeah. leadership things. This one's like at fifteen grand. 15, I know thousand people already. So I know that I can't know. be good for him, and I think he knows it. Yeah, no, it's uh, I don't. Well, I guess we'll get we'll get the story on that as it transpires. I think that's April second. But uh, yeah, lots of changes. It's a tough time to be in politics these days. Never easy. Never easy. By the way, I'm pretty sure. Did he also say that fifty plus one is considered? victory for him is that right if he said that i think, I think he did say that i think that's a smart thing to do because <laughs> it might be very tight i was gonna say because normally you know 51 percent would not be the benchmark but no it, it used to uh, be 67 yeah that was that was the joe clark benchmark for when uh in, from 1983 uh but uh that's uh that's considered maybe a <laughs> high water mark now <laughs> Anyway, well, Tony, this has been enjoyable, and yeah. I know you got some traveling coming up, so uh, looking forward to connecting with you when you return. Uh, just yeah, a reminder I, that uh, this has been brought to you by Municipal Solutions. You can find them online at municipalsolutions.ca. And, of course, uh, Tony will give the dates again for the True North Strong and Free, free Conference. It's Canada Strong and Free Network. Canada Strong and Free. Why do I keep yeah. saying I got Andrew Lawton? I mean, now see, now i got to send him a note and say, look, Andrew, we're plugging your show. Yeah, our show. yeah, exactly. Canada Strong and Free Networking Conference going on May 5th to 7th at the Shaw Center in Ottawa, Canada Strong and Free dot network. Looneypolitics.com, exclusive content that you can't get anywhere else. Use the code podcast to get 50% off your annual subscription. Enjoy the rest of your week, Tony. We will do this again in seven days. You betcha.